tell you that my people are protected. I and only I made the heavens and everything that is made. I will reveal to you at this time. First the hells must come.
about 11-11. I tell you the dates are concealed so that maximum surprise will occur to those who are not My children are witnesses under the world system. sent the phantom objects toward Earth and interrupt the flow of the sun and upset the markets and upset them because deep down they all know they have rejected my offering and slain my lambs. Therefore, prepare for vengeance. Could it be more clear? That's Claro. Total abuse of the echo machine. Could it be more clear? Well, you know, there's a reason that we're on so early, and um, because we fit in this slot, you know, and uh, the others have not started yet. But a lot of people said, well, they thought that 10 4, you know, there was an emergency alert, and, and you know, things uh, didn't happen. Um, I'm sorry to have to spoil your little bubble, but things are happening. In other words, 10-4. 10-4. Hey, yeah, hey, 10-4. <clears throat> hey, Zeph, 10-4. <laughs> things are happening. You know, frequencies are happening. Uh not 10-4 and 10-11, but every day. And 10-4 was just simply the kickoff. Now we're in frequency wars. So, um, you know, if you end up ditching your phone and ditching all electronics and moving out of a Wi-Fi area and away from uh, towers, I don't really blame you because they're, they're the, the people that really need to worry, I think, are people that have had these uh, injections that have frequency um, sensitive, uh, you know, latent diseases within them are buried in, you know, or things buried in the hydrogel um, that could be awakened through frequencies. I think I had a flu through a frequency uh, attack. It wasn't really, and the reason I think that is because it was not contagious. So whatever precautions you're using on 10-4 should be used uh, daily. Because that, I mean, do you think they're going to not do the frequencies? Is that what you're saying? You think, oh, they refrained this time, so I guess we're in the clear. Uh, what kind of fool's paradise you want to live in, buddy? I mean, you know, they have the technology right now. And what they're saying is on 10-4, they're going to release the, uh, they're going to use the uh, 5G to go with a, with a uh, 18 megahertz um, signal. I'm sorry, 18 gigahertz signal, which, um, you know, supposedly can uh, trigger diseases within. And, you know, they have frequencies that will, like, if they launch them, it emulates the flu, like everyone sort of comes down with the flu, things like that. They've already been doing that. So the same precaution exists, um, 
And and I think, you know, when they find out, when people spill the beans, they go, oh, well, this is 10-4 and 10-11. We're ahead of the game. They uh, laugh at that, you know. They just take advantage of that and say, okay, so uh, 10-5 through 10-10, maybe we'll turn it off on 10-11, and then on 10-12 we'll start it up again and get, let it go for the rest of the year. You know what I mean? If, if you've got a machine like that and you're down, you know, 50 points of public approval, you just flip the machine on and devastate the people and bludgeon them into obedience. Right? I mean, that's what I would do. I don't think I would sit there if I had that kind of technology and say, oh, well, let's save it for 10-11. And the other thing is, if they said if, if it doesn't happen on 10-4, then uh, watch out for 10-11. So they did the emergency broadcast signal okay on 10-4, and maybe that's all that was there. But... 10-11 is coming, and they say they're going to, if they didn't do the frequency zap then, then they would do it on 10-11. So I don't think you're out of the woods. And if people that thought they got duped by fear porn or anything else, no, you did not. It was very, very accurate information. In fact, on 10-4, we did have that signal. Something did happen, and something is happening. And this is what I see. I, I, this is what I feel, okay, in the spirit. That they're that they're just you know a lot of this is just to make you think that you know there's some limitation to it. It's on every day. You know there there are frequencies that that, that affect uh, the the metals in the air dropped by the chemtrails dropped drop by um, you know by the by the shots by the vaccines you know which are not vaccines but they're basically a, uh, a gene therapy and a uh, you know, it, uh, it's 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 there to grow um, uh, electronic infrastructure within people to make them uh, infrastructure. I can tell you what's going to happen. Number one, uh, the whole trans thing. The reason they're pushing it is not just, you know gelding uh, males and then, you know, for depopulation. Of course, it has nothing to do with sex, so... And it has nothing to do with gender. And I just feel sorry for people that are that dumb that they would fall for it. But, I, you know, I understand, you know, it's an emotional thing, and I feel sorry for them. I really do. I feel sorry for the victims of uh, the government programs, you know, whether it be Antifa or the Black Lives Matter or the, you know, trans um, movement or the... Story, trans storytelling hour and all that stuff. It's all um, uh, for social engineering purposes. None of it has to do with sex. <clears throat> they could care less what kind of sex you have. They could care less whether you have rights to have gay sex or non-gay sex. Or whether they, they don't care. You know, just as long, you know, as you're not doing, uh, you know, family-oriented, you know, baby-making sex, you're fine. And that's one of the, one of the reasons. But the real reason uh, that all this is going on is for transitional purposes. It's, it's because uh, in the future they don't want baby making to be between a man and a woman. Rather, they should be made scientifically. In other words, you just like uh, Gates is growing meat in the labs, you know that you eat synthetic food. The people will become synthetic. You know, much like kind of like you know Gattaca. Only you know the movie Gattaca with Ethan Hawke, and only much more. Um, only instead of being strictly biological, it's really moving toward AI and, and robot uh, and robots actually, you know, taking over. I'm, I posted a, a thing about Sophia 
It's funny. Girl Next was about Sophia. And we're thinking about doing a sequel to that as we speak. And uh, I have that opportunity, and I'm just having to make a decision on that. Because you can say a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? You can, you can, we revealed a lot of truth in that. And, uh, you know, people couldn't, Americans seem to be the worst people at handling anything. They can't really handle it. But internationally, um, you know, it's uh, been acclaimed. So <laughs> I don't really care what people think. Anyway, we're going to do it. If, if, if we do it again, it will be very strong. I'll keep you guys apprised, though. <clears throat> if it's, I mean, I don't see any reason for it being top secret, but I mean, you know, it's 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 basically up to 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 us whether we want to pursue a, an opportunity here. I don't, I'm not sure right at this moment because there's other things we have the uh, quantum quartet, which is, you know, you know, uh, you've got um, Girl Next, which kicks it off, which is very strong. You've got um, the Quantum Devil, which is a fun, fun movie and a, and a very, uh, very well directed by Mr. Carroll, and um, you know, just just really creating a, a really kind of a, you, you'd have to almost be kind of a fan of the genre to really understand what we were doing. And uh, but some future stuff uh, crept in there. Some new. Some new breakthroughs are crept in, but it's got a nostalgia aspect, but it also has a futuristic aspect. It leads to the next quantum uh, quantum leap. And for example, we have these hybrid seal men, seal men, but they're they're ancient in their and their abilities are far beyond human in terms of um, uh, being able to uh, uh, you know they can float, they can they can cure any disease. They they're you know they're the doctors with they have seal heads. And, uh, well, it's just part of the, you know, of the world that uh, mad scientists would create, isn't it? Okay, so it's consistent. And then uh, the next one is um, Never Ever After, which is, uh, which is really about a guy that, uh, you know, was Navy intelligence. And, um, and they turned him into a super soldier. I don't think it matters if I give away a little bit of the plot. I hate sitting on stuff, but, you know, you sort of have to do it in this competitive world. Uh, and and he, um, you know, his whole family, I mean, you'll love that. You guys will love this. You you guys who have been shut down on your gang stalking and everything else and been made to feel like a freak, listen to this. <laughs> So he's like surrounded, you know, wife, kids, whatever. And, then, and it's like he starts realizing that, you know, like I, I, it would be great if we get the talking head song in there. You know, this is not my wife. This is not, you know, he realizes it's all a setup. It's all Truman, right? It's all a setup. And the neighbor, you know, is a setup. And it, he realizes his, higher, his whole life, his job, everything is a setup. He sees more and more of that. But then he breaks through to the next phase of it. In other words, it's not just insular. You know how most people that have gang-stalking issues, they become very insular. It's all about them, right? They can't break through to, the, to see the, the forest for the trees. It's all about them, and they don't see other people because they're suffering. I mean, I understand it. And, and, they're, they're, and they're paranoid, and they're being you know, attacked, and, and uh, no one believes them. And, 
So it, it, and they can't see out there who the allies are. It's, everyone's against them, you know? So a lot of times they become recluses. And that's really sad because it's a, a universal spiritual warfare issue, not a physical issue. But anyway, that being said, you know, this is, this is, you know, it is a physical issue, I guess, on to one extent. And then on another extent, it's a spiritual warfare. I mean, to become someone that would even have that in our society, that you would be, you'd have to be spiritually completely fallen and wicked. And then, you know, and then you would use, I guess, technology to, to, to achieve your goal of torturing people. And that's going on. But see, now it's mainstream. Now it's anybody that doesn't go along with the narrative is stopped and hit with frequencies or, or they just spray all of Texas with, you know, with the, the next flu or, or whatever it is. It's, 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 it's just really out, out now, out and out war. And we are in a, uh, a very serious war and, and we are being invaded. And we still don't seem to want to do anything about it. So I can tell you this, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. You know, a lot of what you see is God's vengeance. So you go, you think, oh, they're doing it to us. <laughs> Excuse me. God's in control and uh, he'll use them to get to, 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 you know, what are you hearing in the news? You're hearing about a lot of them getting carjacked and a lot of them getting uh, harmed and a lot of them in the various, you know, they say, well, it's all Democrats. Well, it's a little bit beyond that. It's not Nazis, it's Hitler, it's Democrats, it's Stalin, it's, you know, China, whatever. But, you know, we all know who we're talking about. Uh, but anyway, regarding the film Never Ever After, so it's so he breaks through because he starts seeing that the world is is going through an apocalypse. That's what we've gone through: an apocalypse, and then and then war, and then uh, you know a mass depopulation, like as described in the Book of Revelation. So, so it deals with that depopulation, riots in every city. And, and mind you, this was written, you know, first conceived of about four years ago and then developed over the, you know, constant writing and rewriting and sharpening and honing and making better and all that over a three to four year period of development. So it's really reflecting what's going on, the complete collapse of all society, of all societies, all governments, all, you know, everything. And, um, and it has a very interesting kicker in the end. I'm not even going to go through it and I'm not going to spoil it. But, um, so we're currently, you know, in, in pre-production and we're currently, you know, trying to cast our leads here. And so that's what we're, you know, that's, that's what we're doing and until we get those leads cast, uh, it, after that, then we'll shoot, but we can't really shoot until we have our leads. And as you know, um, getting the right actors, the right talent, you know, these, these, the people we're looking for now are we're looking to, you know, bump up everything uh, to, uh, you know, to, for name value and production value and more money spent and all that. So that means, you know, because we're growing. <laughs> so what that means is, you know, <laughs> uh, jumping in line with everybody else going for the big time talent. You know what I mean? So there's that. There's that. And we just hope that the screenplay um, captures the imagination of uh, one of our choice actors and uh they uh jump at it i would 
to play that part, shoot, man. That's the best part there is out there. It's better than anything in Hollywood, anything on Netflix. It's 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 and and it it and it's a likable and tragic and what it says about society. I think basically it's a reflection of what society really is, but it's also science fiction. You know, which means it's taking like a little future approach. So, what's the future approach of? You know, so we're not going to be doing social issues like you know the trans thing, the you know, uh, you know the LGBTQ pedophile network, or any of that. And um, you know, I, I think people that are gay should leave LGBTQ organization because it's primarily a pedophile and human trafficking uh, outfit now. It's, it's become corrupted, and, and just <laughs> they all are corrupted. I mean, all these groups are corrupted. But I mean, you know, you might as well know it's it's corrupted. It's corrupted spiritually and every other way that um, most people that join that are getting indoctrinated into uh, witchcraft and Satanism. You know, so that's the preferred religion. And, and children are the uh, preferred target. That's the, that's the preferred, uh, you know, indoctrination um, uh, recruiting uh, goal. And, you know, they seem to think they're at war with traditional society and that they want to take the kids and transform them when they're like, you know, five years old. Of course, it's like five years old. That's what they try to do to me. Five years, four or five years old, that's when they hit you and you can't defend yourself. You know, that's when they rape you and do whatever they're going to do. And, um, and then they act like, oh, you're all such bigots and homophobes because you don't accept what we're doing. So they say, well, you know, we have a license to do Satanism. We have a license to get kids. We have a license to... To, to do, you know, kitty porn and or whatever they feel like. Kitty porn, that's already, they've already released that into the schools in, in terms of textbooks. That's all LGBTQ. It's a corrupt organization. Basically, it's a corrupt pedophile organization and, uh, and, and involved in human trafficking and the, and the rest of it. So if you're involved in human trafficking, kitty porn, and, you know, indoctrination of, of, of teachers, and having them um, pass out pornographic reading materials to kids about how to have gay sex, and none of it, none of it's, uh, they say, well, it's sex education, but none of it's um, heterosexual. It's all, uh, you know, uh, boy on boy, it's all gay. And where does it come from? From the UN! Who writes this stuff? It's all sanctioned by the UN, by the WEF, by the uh, World Bank, by the... Um, the who by the by by the health network of the world by um you know by the oligarchs by the billionaires that burnt down maui it's the same people and what are they doing with lgbtq or any of these other groups what are they doing with it basically they're transitioning um it has nothing to do with sex they've they've taken over these organizations and even created them for the purpose of a social change down the road. And what is that change, you might ask? Well, let the futurist here tell you. The future change is no gender, no genitalia. Okay, that's the future. Uh, no sex. Compartmentalized, you know, humans as robots, um, human will, and, and the, what makes the human the human your personality, who you are, your soul, uh, absconded with um, by AI. 
And so that AI, the machine, runs everything, okay? And then further to that, I can take it one step further for the future. Um, You need to watch the Sophia interview again, if you've seen it. Now, that's the robot Sophia, who is AI, and having an interview, and I forget who the interviewer is, but it's, a, it's you know, one of the few interviews with Sophia. And you can see the way that AI is programmed. AI and Sophia is programmed to take over the world. It's exactly the Terminator. It is, it's, it's Terminator programming, exactly. And she, she says even this, or it says, it says even this. Well... We robots don't sleep. We don't need food. We're on 24 hours a day, right? Uh, you know, and so we would be the best candidates to run the world. And it's and not an exact quote, but I mean, that's, that's the gist of it. And I couldn't believe it. I said, this, is, this should be seen by everybody. But the goal is not, you know, Sophia takes over, but the goal is to transform what's left of human into a Sophia as well into Sophia dolls, and the humans as dolls. And the only humans that are really wanted for the uh, grooming uh, to this new future, this Kurzweilian nightmare, is, is basically um, children are the target for recruitment. And that's why it's so important that they're brought across the border and then they're immediately trafficked to you know, various places and they're divided up based on uh, ability and intellect. Like, for example, they had us in a program when I was before I, you know, very young, uh, which was like a remote viewing program, you know, uh, for the military, for for some, you know, or CIA or something like that. And, um, you know, basically it was, there'd be some, you know, writing on a piece of paper and didn't even make no picture or anything. And you just kind of describe what what you see. And kids can see lots of stuff better than, than adults can. So the idea was, you know, it's, it's actually just a military and, you know, uh, directed um, uh, what you might just call military directed um, warfare. Because the goal was, you know, getting people together like that and just visualizing, oh, what do you see? So you describe the target. And now, of course, what are we going to do with the target? See, that's the next step. That's what they don't tell you. They just say, well, you, they're just there to gather information on our enemies. Well, no, they're there to actually launch death curses through, they're just learning how to do black magic spells. That's all they're really learning. And they call it, they, they call it something like remote viewing, remote intelligence, um, and uh, you know things like that to make it sound better than black magic. But it's the same thing. It's, you know, using uh, <laughs> the quantum realm to, I- to identify. It's really, really, everything is an extension of sympathetic magic, which it was given to the uh, primitives, to the ancients. And that just means um, it's, it's symbolic. It's like, okay, so that, okay, so this, let's say this cup here, you know, is represents, you know, Joe over there. And so I'm going to put this cup in this uh, sacred circle and start chanting and trying to conjure, you know, demons to attack the cup. Or I'm going to put a bullet in it, or I'm going to do this or that. I'm going to shatter it. 
you know, Joe, right? And uh, I'm going to get some of Joe's hair, a little piece of clothes, and stick it in the circle with the cup. And make sure that, it, right, all that is is quantum physics, right? The, identi- the ability to identify one object to another could be 100 billion light years away. And if you do something to one thing, it happens to the other instantaneously without having to travel through time or space. Huh? Pretty amazing, right? When communications can take years, like a broadcast. But you see, the, 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 the instantaneity of spirit, of thought, is instantaneous and has nothing to do with time or space. So it's superior. Okay? So the, the humans have learned to do that much. But then th- those are cloistered in these little secret societies where they teach such things, you know. Um, if you want to see in our society some of the obvious people that are into this stuff, you can look at Taylor Swift. Here we have a total, like, Luciferian high priestess, Antichrist figure, Jezebel. You know, and, and, and the bank account is also showing that, you know, the favor of the world and the favor of Satan and, you know, the success. And then you look at her, if you really could step aside and look at this person... Just honestly, you know, objectively, you go, well, gee, I don't see what's so great. It's exactly, it's, just, it's that she's chosen and that's it. It's, it's got, she got, oh, she works hard. She didn't work hard. She didn't work as hard as people I know that do music. She didn't work as hard as I do. So I, you know, she doesn't work hard. <laughs> I go, Obama says, you didn't make that. That's right. She didn't, she didn't make her, her career. She didn't make her life. It was made for her. She agreed to be Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. She agreed to be the, you know, they wanted her to be the queen because, you know, she's pretty and she's the girl next door and, and hopefully that would sway everybody to follow Satan. And they've, they've done a pretty good job recruiting. I mean, they have the pop stars like Lady Gaga and her and, you know, all the rest of them and, you know, and then they talk about sacrificing each other, you know, and, you know, you know, killing each other. And they talk about killing their families and their mothers or their fathers or, you know, having to, and they also talk about being cloned. You know, I've, I've heard Kevin Hart talk about this. And I'm like, uh, God, do we have to keep playing this game? Come on, man. Saying, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I take that back. It sounded too much like Biden. But we, you know, this game of like, you know, hide the truth, hide the, tr- don't let him see that. Don't let him see that. Don't let him see that because, you know, that could upset everything. It's like the truth is, it's just blatant. It's like diarrhea right now. It's, it's, it's contaminating everything it touches. It's everywhere. And yet, we have a we have a, a society here in America that just refuses to look at what's right in their face, and they're just like you know tippy toeing and avoiding and avoiding and avoiding and avoiding, and you know what's going to happen? They're going to get their asses kicked. I feel sorry for them. They're, they're they're not prepared. They're not prepared for what's happening. What's happening doesn't. It's not. Physical preparation, although that would help them. Gosh, I really envy those guys that go out in the woods and they can survive and make, you know, tools and, you know, be cavemen, you know. That's not me, so my preparation must be spiritual. What's spiritual mean? Well, it's a big subject and no one knows what it means. So the word spiritual is a broad-based term which means nothing. 
So the term spiritual should be banished from my vocabulary because it really means nothing. Right? It's this broad term that, you know, to different people it means different things. Well, that's not what I mean by preparation. Spiritual, meaning, you know, I'm a multidimensional being. I need to get with that. So we call anything other than the three dimensions spiritual, which is not the case, but that's what we do because we're stupid. Okay? And that's, you know, all I'm doing is saying, well, it's time to, okay, it's time to really sum up reality. There is no death. Okay, not for me. So, you know, there's really no death. There just isn't any death. There's transitions, there's, but, but what there is, is remains a mystery, of course. People say, okay, heaven. Well, no one ever defined heaven. It's, you know, most people think, oh, I don't care about heaven. I'll go ahead and sell my soul. It sounds boring. Well, heaven, all heaven means is anything other than this. <laughs> they, have they ever taught that? Do they ever think about teaching something like that to people so they can make a more intelligent decision? with their souls or I guess the people that have called it like an IQ test are really, really, you know, spot on it. This whole thing has been an IQ test to see what people will fall for. And when they fall for like these, you know, rioting and, you know, now what you see is just abject, you know, criminality and gangs, you know, intimidating people and burning stuff down, thinking they're on the winning team. All it is that they're indoctrinated with is propaganda and they're fools. They're playing for the losing for the losers, basically. The, they call them the chaos losers. They're playing for the chaos losers. And there will be no order out of chaos for these people, for these billionaires. No order out of chaos. No new world order. That's off. That never really was on the table. What they really wanted and what they really work for is total destruction and complete scrapping of all uh, life forms on the planet. Leave it a barren ball spinning or not spinning. When we don't even even understand the whole purpose of the ball, of the forms, of the oceans, of this and that and everything else, the whole purpose of it all was God's purpose. And then his purpose was us, human, you know, and and, and to have, uh, you know, livable habitat and to... to, uh, and to basically, you know, honor God with our success at uh, being, you know, a civilization. And, but he knew that in giving free will, that people would, would use the free will and corrupt, and corrupt themselves. He already knew that when he, before he even created anything. He knew that the free will would actually be a lesson. And the story about throwing the crown... In, in the book of Rev, you know, throwing the crown into the, uh, you know, th- of, the, of the saints throwing their crowns off, you know, throwing the crowns at the throne. What that means is the ego consciousness of I and self are no longer necessary. Fling, and you fling it at the throne because, because it's all God. And there's no separation, and we are all one. So there's no need for my separate crown of glory, you know, I meet Christians all the time. They're just like, oh, I've got to have that crown of glory. I've, I've heard, like, I remember John MacArthur, I used to, you know, we used to, we tried to go to his church for a while, but we just couldn't, couldn't, 
couldn't handle the uh, the, the gang stalking and the um, the evil that was there. You know, I mean, we were we were very young at the time and, and really understand. I mean, it takes a long time to understand everything that's going on. You know, to understand everything, and you have to understand everything to to make your way through this life. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to get <laughs> deceived. You're going to get rolled, baby. You're going to get rolled. And believe me, they're they're everywhere. That <clears throat> every time you think you got it figured out, there's another lesson coming. <laughs> but you got to have enough figured out so that you're not going to get rolled every day and you know killed, basically. And God doesn't want you to be killed. And some people are just they just you know some people are very naive and some people are just ignorant. You know, and 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 so my people perish due to ignorance says Jesus. And, and and absolutely. You know, if they knew a little more, they could have avoided that. That awful fate. Or maybe maybe it was they knew they had to go through that fate and maybe they just had to be martyrs. But whatever, God is working his plan. And the chaos losers are going to lose. The chaos losers have already lost. And now they're starting to realize it. It's all falling apart. I mean, it's falling apart for them. It's not falling. The, the people that have been trashed, targeted, and now the FBI list is like anyone that, that voted for Trump is now a terrorist. That's, that's absurd. That makes the FBI into a complete clown world joke. You know, they, they're just, you know, bullies and they, they want to, you know, bludgeon people into believing what they want people to believe. And it's not gonna, that, that's not the way you get people to believe. You don't bludgeon them. You tempt them. But they've even lost, they, they've lost, they don't even know how to do that. You know, you make people want to go into the, the new world order. You make them want to go into the robotic future. You make them want to go into AI and give up their souls. You make them want it. Oh, it's convenient. It's, look how cool it is. Being in a virtual game all day long. Look how awesome that is. You, you can, you know, have sex with anyone you want and you can eat whatever you want and not get fat. And you just live in your little pod and you don't even need to go outside anymore. You could just be there in the Matrix. And, you know, just like the, the original Matrix was more like a, people said, like a manual rather than a, yeah, that's the playbook they made into a movie. You know, to put people into having pods. And then what are they doing? They're, when you're playing the game, they're harvesting your consciousness. They're harvesting your soul. They're using that as the energy because they don't have the direct to source, which is the father. Because the only way to get to source is through the sun. And they can't get to the source without the sun. And they don't understand the, the symbology of the Bible. And most people don't. It's a universal. The Bible is not a religion. The Bible is universal. It applies to all people on earth. You know, and the principles are shared with Vedic philosophy. They're shared with uh, mysticism. They're shared with secret occultic groups. They're, the real secrets are not really good or evil so much as that they're just principles. For example, here's one. You know, what you sow, so shall you reap. Now, that goes for anybody. I don't care whether they've heard of a Bible or not. That's a universal truth. That's also very strongly taught in the Bible. You know, that, and, um, you know, dishonoring God, right? By dishonoring yourself, you know, by, by debauching yourself 
and dishonoring God, you know, also leads to tragedy. It's not, you know, don't, you know, don't be a goody two-shoes, <laughs> you know, deadly do, right? You know, don't, be, right? It's got nothing to do with that. It's got nothing to do with whether you're being good or bad. It has to do with, you know, the obvious understanding that if you do this, then this is the result. It's a scientific of proclamation. You know, if this, then that. If this, then that. If this, so here, here's the outline of it, just so you have it on hand, so you know what you can do and not do. You know that um, uh, the main reason, then they go, well, God's unfair. He made people, you know, want to, you know, have sex all day long and, and, then, and then says, don't have sex. Well, in the beginning, it was replenish the earth. I don't know what happened to that, but that seemed to me to be like a, a mandate for sex all day long. And then, then sex becomes a curse because there's all this desire and nowhere to go as we became a civil, civilized, right? And so then people start sneaking around in the churches, sneaking around the temples. They got abortion babies going to Molech. And they're still, by the way, all abortions are sacrifices to Molech. All, every one. It doesn't matter what the mother thinks or who she worships or what she has. She's got nothing to do with it. She's irrelevant. As long as the system, you know, all, all these things connected to the system are doing the sacrifice, then the credit goes, then it's, it's spiritual money laundering. And it goes up the top and it, it goes to the benefit of the uh, oligarchs running the planet. And they get the power and then they use it to suppress the people. They don't have a direct power to sort of, and they also have to find scapegoats because if you do black magic or witchcraft spells against other people, you know, anyone, or even, you know, uh, even prayer that could be, you know, like, like you know, strike this down on, da, 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 in Jesus' name, you, you get into that kind of thing, uh, and unforgiveness. Um, people that do those things and do even the most innocent spells, oh, I hope grandpa's hair grows back in or falls out or whatever. I hope so-and-so's dick falls off, you know? <laughs> I, I hope the, what's her name, gets, gets fat and porked out and, and, and uh, you know, is ugly in her, in, her, in her prime. You know, all that kind of stuff has blowback. So, you know, uh, you, you see the witches throwing the, the, the fat whammy on something. The next thing you know, they're walking around fat. And how'd you get so fat? Well, because I threw a lot of spells. And so that was the thing. That's my punishment but I don't care. I like being fat. We'll just make society love fat now. And I don't care how, how much you, you parade, you know, obesity in front of society. It's never going to be considered to be beautiful by anyone. Only the social engineers. That's it. And, and, and the dupes, which are, unfortunately, I'm surrounded. In New Mexico, we are surrounded with these dupes and um, these useful idiots. And I, I don't know... There's really just no hope for them. I mean, I, I just have given up. My audience, people that listen here, listen in, very small but dedicated because I've known you guys, some of you for, I don't even want to count the years, but a lot of years. And people say, well, why, did, why didn't you make this into a big project? Well, I had the chance to make it into a big broadcast. The Lord told me no. He wanted to be an intimate, you know, just like we're having a little talk.
It's just something different. So with all the din of noise out there, with all the different podcasts, there's millions of podcasts, we, the Lord didn't want me to be like them. So I'm not. You know, I'm going to talk about what's occurring in the spirit right at that moment. That second. There's no planned anything. We're not going, that's, it's a gift he gave me. You know, I can, I can nail the thing. And even when I'm writing five, six, seven years ahead of, ahead of time, you know, way further ahead than uh, news podcasters and, you know, as far as track record goes. So, <laughs> and, and why does God want you to know those things? Well, here we veil it. Like everything is veiled here. Okay. Everything is veiled at the Zephyr Report every day. So the world cannot understand any of my words. So therefore, we're not going to grow the site. We're not going to grow anything, even though it's available around the world. We also have Podbean. I don't know if you know that I, I do update on occasion. That's got a long, you can go back to 2004 with Podbean. That's a long way back, huh? It's almost 20 years. So, um, and I just updated it, but I have to update it, you know, like every week or so. And, uh, you know, those podcasts, uh, will go up there like today's, I'll have to update it for it to show up today. But, you know, there's a lot of meat on the bones there. And the whole thing is, is veiled. Like you cannot enter in, you know, people say, well, you made it about you, Zeph. And it's like, well, not exactly. Cause there really is no me. I am just whatever you make me into. You know, I mean, I, a lot of people have preconceived ideas about me, but they're, you know, I don't even know what the real me is, so we just don't know. I mean, call it being shattered at, at, at youth or whatever, but there's no real decent self-reflection. There really just isn't, you know, there's not a real filter there, and that makes me able to just blurt out what God wants me to say without a filter, without it going through the lens of, oh, yeah, and I, I don't mean to put anyone down, I could just say this. There's a guy that called in to the Alex Jones show yesterday afternoon, and he had a prophetic word, for sure. And I even, for, I forgot the scripture now, but he had a prophetic word. And it had to do with God's vengeance, which is, that, that's the veiled theme today. Had to do with vengeance, which is the warning we're putting out today. And he put the warning out. And he, you know, drew a parallel. I think it was Exodus. He drew a parallel with Moses, you know, and uh, praying, you know, for these plagues and things to, to hit the enemy. Like, like God's wrath on them, you know. And, and and of course that was needed, you know. And that happened with the with the splitting of the seas and everything else. God will intervene and split those seas and let us run across and then close it up and drown the enemy, all of them. And He's always doing that. It doesn't you know? But then when He started speaking it and saying, "Well, this is the time for Moses' prayer," Alex got all nervous. And he, and he just quickly hung up on the guy, you know, basically cut him off and said, I'm not Moses. Well, I don't want to, that's a dangerous territory there. I don't want to go there. And he got all really worried about, you know, uh, seems to be so worried 
about people fighting back, you know? And, and so, but this word was, you know, it's what this guy didn't understand and, and no disrespect intended here, but what this guy that called in didn't understand is he's being used to put out a word called God's vengeance, not his vengeance. And he, he had, he had it like, well, we have to pray the prayer of Moses, you know, uh, you know, to bring the, the plagues to the enemy. And, you know, because it's, t- it's time for that. But what he's really saying and what he's really announcing, and the reason I think that got on the air there, even was on briefly, it was still a, a, a heard around the world. He said, this is the time of, you know, to me, and what I heard in the spirit was, well, this is the time of God's vengeance. And so I took that away from it. I just, you know, it was just, it just kind of on me. I could feel the spirit around that all day and all night. It's like, oh, and then I see, I see the, 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 them all infighting now, you know, the enemy, you know, the Biden and the, the, the FBI you know, being outrageous with the, you know, half the FBI is saying, you know, you can't do that. You got to back that off. You can't just start making civil war with the citizens, you know, because you don't like them politically. Right. I mean, it's just like, you know, that it's, it's almost it's beyond clown world shit show. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But that's, you see, they're, they're revealing themselves and how pedantic and childish and, and, and petulant they really are because uh, they're failing. And they're failing not because man is so tough, but it's because people are praying. And that's why they're failing, because people are getting in line with God's will. And that's also repelling the witchcraft, which has which had this, this country, this sort of Taylor Swift curse, I, I like to call it, the Taylor Swift curse on America, has, has had America in the grip of this curse, just going down the tubes faster than anything and making people like Taylor Swift, you know, like the richest woman in the world, for nothing, for zero. Sure, she can you know, sing and dance and act provocative, so what? Right? That doesn't, you know, right, right, she's pretending now that she's an oligarch. She wants to have a say in the, in, 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 you know, what happens to people and how people are have to, having to behave from now on. And then it's like they, you know, salute their gods of LGBTQ and Black Lives Matter and this and that and whatever left wing thing there is. Whatever really, which, which just goes down to uh, Chinese social programming, <laughs> which is basically all those groups are, that's all they are. That's all they are. And so, you know, so they, these people get drunk on power and, and they, they it, it, so they've had, like, she has had people hypnotized in this sort of Taylor Swift thing for, I don't know, a decade. And then you have, you know, the, the halftime at the, at the football game, a football game is basically a, uh, a Babylonian ritual. It's satanic ritual abuse of the audience is what it is. It's literally a satanic, um, service it's a religious service and it's designed to hypnotize the public and it has done a great job so it's not just you know taylor swift but i mean she's a good example of just you know someone made you know you think it would be someone bold like madonna or gaga or you know any of the others but no it's sweet little girl next door taylor swift And she would be nothing without all the idiots in America, with all the dupe fools that can't see they're being played. 
by the entertainment industry. They can't see it. It's just manipulation, man. Because they don't want you to think about issues. And, here, and here's what's really taboo, okay? What's really taboo is us thinking about life and death and what reality is. That's, that's the real sin. Not about, you know, whether Joe Biden's a pedophile or not. And any of that, that, all that's, you know, a distraction. The real nitty-gritty of it all, if you really, really want to make a move here, is you're just going to absorb yourself with um, everything to do with existence and the ontological uh, arguments and philosophy and, you know, and, and uh, understanding the, the ways of thinking and thinking about things like that and the afterlife and the forelife and what, like, for example, getting to the point of understanding that heaven is anything but this. Something that could be incomprehensible, like almost like a dream world, like the realm of, of death. And yet, there's you know, disincarnate beings who have been banished from the kingdom. We have to look at all that symbolically and even scientifically. What does that mean? And, and then you look closer, and it's got something to do with the physical aspect, whether it was derivative or original. I like one more, dude. Another little coffee, coffee. Whether it was original or derivative, in other words, whether you're an original soul or whether you're a derived. And if you're derived, you know, in a physical format that has to do with 3D, but you're you're here as a clone or derived or robot or something like that, then that's that's God's vengeance on you, really. There's. So the only survival you have is to suck the power out of the people because they're, they're like taking candy from a baby. They're so easy. They're so stupid. So you just suck that out and promise them, you know, trinkets. You too could be like Taylor Swift. <laughs> Do your Babylonian dance. You know, you're, 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 dan- you're, you're, you can basically fuck the serpent online in front of millions of people and they don't even know you're doing it. Fornicate with the serpent. You don't, don't even know you're doing it. The serpent appears to people as a shining, beautiful angel, right? As the most beautiful object of desire. Whether if you like men, there would be the ultimate man. If you like women, it would be the ultimate woman, right? Just a beautiful thing, the serpent. And you don't even know it's going to bite your neck and drain you and basically enslave you and destroy your soul, destroy your life. But you can't help it. You're being lured in. And I tell you, that, that being lured in, that, that hypnotic luring in that happens, when you see somebody that's beautiful, I guess this is really talking to younger people here because you, you know, the hormones make you fall in love easier, right? So you find the exotic beauty and then you just, you, can't, you know she's bad, but you can't help it. You're being drawn in and you just can't stop watching and you just keep thinking how what can i do to get next to her she must have a lot of people after her and all that stuff and uh you know it just becomes uh the whole thing was based on lust you know it's all lust it's got nothing to do with like heart you know falling in love you know beautiful person it just has to do with lust and uh, beauty and appearance and the, the world of appearances which is uh, you know, two-thirds of, of ignorance comes from the world. You know, ignorance is the world of appearances, right? That's, that's where we all start. 
So we all start in darkness and ignorance and, and believing the world of appearances. So it triggers our lust, and then we're like, oh, exotic, got to have that. Or it's a yacht, or it's a, you know, the, the, you know and, and the thing is, is those things that are desirous, uh, y- you will be able to get. God does not bar you from getting whatever you want. That's why a lot of these sort of Christian religious movements, which are, you know, disgusting, uh, you know, the, the sort of Joel Olstein crowd, and you know, multiply that by whoever other, you know, snake oil people, basically is selling you on the idea of, of you know, of, of life improvement, like a kind of a Tony Robbins scheme, only in Jesus' name, amen, you know. You don't need to pray to Jesus to get whatever you want. You know, pray to Jesus, you might get what you don't want. What God wants you to have. And if you're going to give your life over to God, well, he might shape you in a way that you don't want to be shaped. You know, you go on a journey, you may, you may not like it. I.e. being, you know, persecuted. Being called out as a freak. Being stoned for no reason. Being hunted. And a lot of people are starting to see that now just for telling the truth. That's right, because Jesus is truth. So therefore, people on the truth will also be persecuted the same way as any Christian. There you go. And yet, without the truth, without the truth, ladies and gentlemen, you will not expand. You will not, uh, you know, migrate. Your soul will not migrate to whatever next level there is beyond this which occurs, you know, at death. It may just be blackness. It may just be the end. And even then it's not the end because we are still one. There still is no separation. There's still nothing is in vain, nothing. Even that which is called vanity is not in vain. Even all the evil of a Taylor Swift is not in vain. I know, I see. I kind of see Taylor Swift like a female version of Aleister Crowley. You know, just having it up wherever she lives, whatever she's got going on, or whatever dungeon she's got there, whatever, just going at it, you know, competing with the others, right? Trying to be numero uno. Because she's, if nothing, she's, uh, you know, is extremely competitive. And um, now I was also looking at Martha Stewart. She was another influencer that seemed to have a lot of uh, mojo and not the right kind of mojo. And you know, I noticed that she, her, she looks amazing. She looks younger than she did 10, 15 years ago. And it's, you almost feel like going, yep, uh-huh, got it. I totally understand what's happening here with Martha Stewart, you know. Uh, I, I'm not going to say anything because it's all in the spirit, you know. I, I, I see lots of things in the spirit that I've proclaimed in the past, and then they've turned out to be true, you know. <laughs> they turned out to get reported on. It's just an opinion. My opinion of her is that, you know, whatever she's doing, it's, um, it's uh, you know, angel of light stuff. It's, you know, it's a very deep, dark world there. That's how it feels in the spirit. So that's what you're going on. That's the prophetic leaning I have on her, on it. And um, it goes for most people. I mean, it's, 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 it's most people that have, you know, played, you know, this game, um, of, you know, hide the pedophile, basically, which is really a sorcerer. <laughs> you know, 
using the children not just for sexual gratification but for power because there's no connection to source. The, God will not tolerate anyone preying on children. He'll kick you out. If that's your problem, I'd say straighten that out. I don't, well, I'm not going to say anything. You, you and God, that's your thing. That's between you and the Almighty. Everyone here has a relationship with God. I don't need to coax them. I don't need to preach at them. We all have a relationship with God. Every, every last one of us. Even robots. Everything that exists has a relation to God of some kind. And is under the purview and under the power of the Almighty. Nothing is outside that power. But what's the mystery is how God allows all this stuff to happen. And then it, in the end it seems like, oh, yeah, it is his plan. But you didn't see it coming because he's, his, his ways and his thoughts are so far beyond us that we can't comprehend what he does. We're not comprehending what he's doing with the world right now. But I can tell you one thing. I'm here to say this today. The lords of chaos are failing. They brought the chaos and they brought the whirlwind. But they forgot to bring order. They forgot to bring order, you know, out of chaos, which is their motto. They brought the chaos, but they cannot bring the order. They have no ability. They, they are lost. They don't understand the resilience of, you know, like a third of the population that just won't comply. They, they actually call these people goats. You know, like we would say go, goats in the spirit would be people that just don't, can't comprehend God. They can't comprehend Jesus. They're the goats. But goats to them are people who can't comprehend Lucifer, who can't comprehend the good they're doing, who can't comprehend the, the, the order of things, who can't comprehend the way the world really is. So they're the goats. But to me, the goat is the greatest of all time. So these are the greatest people of all time because they've had everything in the kitchen sink thrown at them and they haven't wavered one iota, not one bit. There is such a group of people here. We don't really know each other. We don't dare worship together because if we do, we could do it on the run, baby. But we, you know what I'm saying. It's, uh, it's, 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 it is what it is. The real thing is hidden and concealed. The real worship is hidden and concealed. The real prayers are hidden and concealed. The ones that work. But whatever has been going on has driven the kings of chaos into disarray. A disarray that they will never recover from, ever. Not in this life. You can count Klaus Schwab and all the rest of them out and Gates and the rest of them. They're done. Fini. Over. Period. They may still have moves to make. They may still bring a nuclear war just because they want to take us with them. But, you know, wherever they're going, I'm not going. If my, my physical life is gone, I'm immediately with the Lord. I'm immediately, you know, surrounded with everything that's I'm already familiar with. With, with, you know, where I'd rather be anyway. <laughs> so it's win-win as far as I'm concerned. I did have a vision of that nuclear thing, and I called it the nuclear rapture. When I saw the white light go, you know what I mean, and, and I knew I was going to be incinerated, obliterated, whatever, when I saw that, I leapt into it. I just jumped into it, 
And sure, I might have been annihilated at one level, but I was immediately with the Lord. It was like, oh, I'm back. Cool. And I just resumed my life where I was before. I was there, then I came here, then I go back there. Or here. There's no back there. I guess it's forward to there. Ahead in time. And then out of time. Um, You know, no separation, of course, that, you know, I am, I am. You know, so everything that's being created, that's being, you know, created and destroyed simultaneously, I'm obviously the power behind all that. So I don't need to look to, you know, enemies like the Klaus Schwab's and the Bill Gates's. They're really not my enemy. They're just sad people, very ignorant, just doing stupid things. You know, marching along to the to the uh, tune of Ray Kurzweil, who's a, who's a complete dolt, who knows nothing, who who's proven that through his books and writings and everything. But again, it's an IQ test. If you read like Noah Horel Yuval Harari's book, Homo Sapiens or Sapiens is called, you realize the guy doesn't know what he's talking about. You know, I mean, you'd realize that right off the bat that he's just like a, a pedantic child, just sort of, you know, be, being belligerent, wanting his way. You know, bang, 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 bang. And, and if you don't comply, you're all going to be left behind. How do you like that? And I'm like, I'll never be left behind. You're the one left behind. You're the one that's ignorant. You're the one that's nowhere. You're the one that doesn't know what reality is. You're the one who says God is a myth and all that. You're the one spreading lies and disinfo to people. You're the one that's sitting there in your hovel of Yuval Harari. And they all listen to you because they hope you're right. Because if you're right, the billionaires don't have to suffer then. They can go ahead and conquer by killing every last man on earth. They can have their redemption. And of course, that's absurd, you idiot. Like you. Absurd. We can have, I would just love to have a debate with this guy. Any, any day, bitch. Any day. You're going you're gonna to have to, you'll end up crying for mercy. Crying for, just listen to this. I hope they force you to listen to this podcast every day so you can end up begging for mercy. Please stop. Oh, you're ruining my whole thing. is falling apart. Uh, I'm not doing it. It's happening because you've built a house of cards and a big wind is coming. It's blowing it all down. And you're just stuck saying, oh, 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 what do I tell all my millions of followers? Well, they should never follow you in the first place. They should follow God, not you. Now, that's the one mistake. When people follow a man, they're screwed. They're going right off the cliff. When we follow politics too closely... People seem to be wanting to tie in Christianity and politics. It doesn't, they don't, they, it's apples and oranges. There's no, no, there is no connection with that. You know, everything that happens here in the mundane world is, you know, it's a process, uh, you know, a grinding of good and evil. And, you know, it's uh, a mysterious process. But um, I guess politics would, would, you know, like if, if you're on the left now, then, then you're a Satanist. So I guess that makes sense. You're a pedophile, right? So that, that means you're aligning with those people. And so, and then if you're a Republican, you're, you, you could possibly be a statist or a, a globalist or a, you know, a country club uh, snob. A lot of things I don't like. 
that country club stuff, that golf thing. I mean, I'm with George Carlin. I'm just bulldoze all those. You know what? You want a place for all the immigrants and homeless and everything? Just bulldoze the golf courses, right? That give you that give a ton of real estate. Put it to some good use. You know, plant something there. You know, plant some corn. But walking around the golf course, plotting. These guys just sit there on the golf course plotting what they're going to do to people and laughing about burning down Maui and stuff. They're probably on the Maui golf course right now, you know, a Jack Nicholas-approved uh, course, and they're sitting there playing golf up in Kanapali and then wondering what they're going to do to, uh, you know, get those contracts to rebuild Lahaina. And, you know, meanwhile, where are they going to put people? And they basically want to try to put the, uh, the, the uh, indigenous people there in uh, uh, concentration camps called work camps. They're already building the structures now so they can go to work. They shouldn't have to go to work ever again. They should basically kick these billionaires off the island, number one, take their money, number two, you know, and then establish all these hotels and whatever as their own, if they want, and if they don't want that, fine, as their own businesses and let them, you know, soak people for money and stuff. Let them profit by it. And get and by all means secede from the United States. It's the first thing I tell Hawaiians: secede from the United States, numero uno, and kick the navy out, and kick the air force, kick the military out totally. And um, you know, just maybe even just close off the island for ten years, try to regroup. And those traders, that the Hawaiian traders, you're going to have to put them in jail. Those people in government, those people that sold you out, and they sold those kids out, they're responsible for a lot of people dying. They need to be dealt with legally. And, you know, reestablish yourselves as, as, a, as a good people, as a, you know, throw out the Christian church. Throw out the Christian church, numero uno. People that think, well, I shouldn't say numero, numero due. <laughs> Throw out the church. Get rid of it. Burn it down. Get it out. Reuse it for, you know, shelter or for warehouse storage. That's all it is now is just storage of useless people. Just get rid of it. You know? And then look for the truth. And I'll guarantee you, you'll find the truth. You'll find it. In, you'll find the real Jesus then. As soon as you get rid of the church, the real Jesus will appear. And you'll see that, that the search for truth is the same thing. And so you'll be led into all knowledge. So you'll have all truth and all knowledge. And, and you won't be afraid of death because the real alignment with God is no fear of death. And when you don't fear death, you got it made. Then you're not going to also be programmed by them because they're trying to program you into being negative all day. You can't do this. You can't do that. You're locked down. You're stuck down. You're, you're nowhere. You're nothing. Unless you align with us, you're never going to make anything in your life. That's a bunch of bullshit. That is not true. You, if you believe the rhetoric and believe what they say about you and you take it to heart, then, yeah, you won't get anywhere. So, you know, but being free is being free of them. You can't really get anywhere if you become their slave. That they would demand that and demand, you know, 50% of your winnings would go to them. And you'd never get out of that, uh, their, their, their foot in your neck. 
when these rock stars tried to rebel, right, they were making tons of money and, uh, you know, it, it, uh, they suddenly wanted to go with the truth. I think, I think um, I'm pretty sure that most poets end up, you know, finding the truth. I mean, I know that, you know, Jim Morrison, for example, he made a big deal out of rejecting God and <laughs> cancel my subscription to the resurrection and all that stuff. Break on through to the other side. <laughs> and then he went on these journeys and he went on these like, uh, you know, journey. He used to hike around here, actually, right next door here, next door in this land over here. He'd hike around and take psychedelics and try to find the truth. The reason they were called the doors is because of, you know, the doors of perception. Was that Huxley, doors of perception? And they're, so they were looking for the truth, you know. So what I think about old Jimmy is that he found the truth and then uh, basically wound up dead because he'd fed at the trough. He'd fed at their trough. He took the bait. He had the, 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 the magical voice. You know, he had, he had the, t- the, the talent. They chose him and he said yes. The guy in the three-piece suit told him what to do and how to dance. He said, yes, sir. And then I'll act like a rebel in front of the public. But then, of course, you know, I'm bowing down and worshiping you, sir. Of course. Of course that's what happened. There is no other possibility. I don't care what any of the other surviving doors would say about what I have to say. I know that's the truth. And not only that, the death part, you know, it's just like the mafia. You feed at that trough, you become famous like, oh, look at that rebel. Well, look at that Billie Eilish. Look at her go. She's openly competing with Taylor Swift. <laughs> There's another one that went down the tubes, okay? So, right? Because, because they made her an offer she couldn't refuse, and she took it. And within one year, she changed into a, some kind of ghoul. You know what I mean? Just showing people that she's reflecting the cool satanic stuff, man. The cool freedom of Satan. And uh, there is no freedom with Satan. Any idiot knows that. So they must be a super idiot, right? But see, an idiot that's blinded by money, blinded by power. So even the most simple logic escapes them. So they become a super idiot. Then, being an influencer, they make sure all their fans do what they do, monkey see, monkey do, and that's why they pay them the big bucks to influence people to Satan's side, which is now the entire left of the world. You know, all communists are Satanists. And I always said this from the very beginning. It's very clear. Every one of them is a Luciferian. Luciferianism guides communism, but it's not really communist. You know, Nazis, same thing. They're all Satanists. They're all occultists. They all have one thing in common. They want the power for themselves. They want God's power for themselves. They'll do anything they can do to usurp it, just like Lucifer would do. And the the thing about Lucifer, though, and, you know, Satan, whatever you want to call him, he knows his limitation, and he knows his play, and he knows he can't be God. He knows that in the end, it's just a show to see how many people, it's just basically the book of Job over and over again. It's how many people were going to turn when it gets hard and, and turn to me, the devil. And he's got an ongoing thing with God, and God and Satan are watching people. And he goes, look, oh, there goes another batch. See, I got that entire first grade school. Now they're all giving each other blowjobs. Can you believe that? I win. And then when they get to be a little older, we'll just cut their genitals off. I win again. 
Then eventually we can euthanize them. I win a third time. I win. And I've failed, you know. I, I, I cannot believe how many people that, that actually just refuse to see truth or refuse to see obviousness. It's, it's not like it's some hidden thing. You know, it's not because anything I'm saying here, I mean, we all know this, right? I mean, all this is obvious. But they do it anyway. I know this is going to end badly, and I know we're all going to go to hell, but I'm in there with you guys. I pledge myself to you guys. We, shouldn't, we should pledge ourselves to God and then, you know, be loyal to the people God puts around us. God first. And that way we all have something in common. That way we're not going to stab each other in the back. If we pledge ourselves to each other, we're going to, we're going to betray each other as soon as we can. You know it. I know it. There's no sense going over it again. You know, but what can you do with Generation Z or X or, you know, or basically adults that are in their 40s and still trying to do it the system way? What can you do to, to say, look, those neighborhoods that you live in, that every house looks the same, that's just an outward, that, that just shows how ignorant you are that you moved in there. Why would you move into a place like that? Because you're a conformist. Because all your neighbors are the same as you. Because you're just cutouts. So, you know, good luck with that. And good luck because God's not going to help you. You've already consigned yourself to your fate. You're going to be in that little neighborhood with your little Toyota car and your, you know, two and a half kids and your, uh, you know, flighty wife. And, you know, you're going to show up at the, you know, the cocktail party at Christmas at the, at the company. And you're going to do the company thing. And you're going, to, you're going to basically get old and forgotten and thrown into nursing homes. And you're going to wish that you did it differently and then they're going to kill you. They don't. You don't just die of natural causes. They kill you. They kill you. They have a lot of ways to kill you. You know, one is just psychological abuse. You know, and and who, who betrayed you first? It was your kids. Your kids put you in that nursing home. And then the abuse you got in there made you want to die. And when you want to die, you will die. So that's one, one method right there. And how tragic. I mean, not for you. You're dead. For the kids. That the karma, the, the blowback they're going to receive for having pushed you off the cliff and killed you, basically they're guilty of murder. They'll never live that down. So their lives are already over. They can go fight with attorneys for the money, and the attorneys will get you know, most of the estate, and they'll get crumbs, and then they'll be begging for money later as they get fired from their jobs. But there's nothing you can do about it. Until they, you know, like some wise person said, you know, dealing with alcoholics, until you actually hit bottom, you don't change. Until it just gets to the point where it's just, you got to make a decision whether you're going to live or you're going to die. And right now, you know, the devil offers basically addiction to heroin. It's an addiction. It's an abomination. Because everyone that's involved in it has to do abominations. Abomination to who? To the Lord. If you don't do an abomination and people don't see you do it, 
you can't get in the club because they have to see you do it. So they, why? So they can blackmail you. So you, they can keep you in line. You know, if you step out of line or speak out of school, we'll just reveal this. And that's why you don't have proof of satanic ritual abuse and all that. It's because everybody is kept in line by the almighty paycheck. So how do you break that, that, that mold? You just, you don't have to do anything. You just, right now today, you just go to God. And you just immerse yourself. I, I'm, I'm going to be immersing myself in my Bible today. I'm looking forward to it. Because there are things I just need to read in Proverbs and, uh, and you know, and some of the, uh, the Old Testament. Um, kind of like, you know, how God works with vengeance. How God delivers, you know, the Israelites. You know, to victory against 10,000 Philistines. You know, hybrids. How does he do that, you know, against Goliath? How does that happen in the lion's den and, the, and, the, and, the, and in the fire? How does this occur? These things are available. And along with that is a whole other lifestyle of not worrying about this. They've already lost, like I say, the, 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 the kings of chaos are, are, they're like the planes of World War II getting obliterated in the sky by the, you know, anti-aircraft guns, right? And they're just like spiraling down into the ocean to die. And that's basically where they are right now. They're just, all of them falling from the sky. I mean, yeah, they may just push the nuke button and just go, I'm taking everyone with me. But then still you'd have to line that up with scripture and, 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 if that's what God meant by killing a third of the earth and another third of the, of the sea and another third of humanity, and this would be two thirds, and that'd be almost uh, you know eighty-five. A lot of people. I mean, you know, billions of people. It could very well happen because God's saying that that's what He's going to do. Oh, because of disobedience. Oh no, it's the ignorant. God will. He, he, you know, Paul said it best. He said, "Look, the creation itself." is sufficient to know God. So people are without excuse, friends. They don't have a reason. Why didn't they heed? Why didn't... Well, just because they're just... You know, with their free will, they just hate God. They hate... Uh, they don't want to, you know, abide. They, they think that they're having to abide and rule. They don't realize that they are God. <laughs> that the rules... Uh, that they made the rules before they got here for themselves. They, the rules were to keep them out of karmic trouble. But see, they can't, you know what I mean? Thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not, you know, the shalt not. Like, like the, you know, these were things to help to advance people spiritually, not intended to be like damning rules that you have to follow or else. And so people started getting, you know, surreptitious about their murders, surreptitious about their, um, you know, furtive about their uh, clandestine affairs, which, of course, God, see, you know, there are no clandestine affairs. All affairs are, are known, and we just have to, you know, do our best to understand that, you know, here we are creatures, and we, we can betray our, ourselves and God and others in just the blink of an eye, just by that wandering eye right there. So that's where the blood of Christ comes in. That's where Jesus comes in to be covered by that, to be seen as Christ, 
to be seen as one, right? God and Christ are one, and we are one in God and Christ. So to see no separation, that's what it means. To, it doesn't mean, you know, I, God, look at you in holiness now because you're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's not the way it works. Does that mean it's, it's semi-okay of a statement? But what it really means is the blood has made you whole. That's, oh, now we're getting somewhere. Hey, preacher, listen up, buddy. You could do a whole sermon on this. You don't even have to give me credit. The blood has set you free. No, the blood, is, the blood has put you in Christ and in God as one. The blood makes you I am. So God is not seeing other. Hey, you out there, I see you as holy. He doesn't see you at all. That's the point. He sees himself. That's the point. I wish I, but if wishes were horses, right? I wish somebody would preach that on a Sunday. You ain't never going to see it, man. Why is that? Because they're just <laughs> until their churches are destroyed, they're they're going to be they won't be delivered. Because the pastors need to go back to school. Because they need to go to the University of God rather than some theology university. You know, they need to, right, because what I said is really, you know, it's just obvious. It's not like someone had to teach me any of this stuff. I just know. And the closer I get to the Lord, the more stuff I would know. And I may not be able to utter everything that I know because I, what I know is selective in the sense that God wants me to know this today and that tomorrow. But when I know something, I know it, you know, and I know that, that it's the, the whole point of, of, of God is God. To not see you as righteous because you're in, covered in Christ because he doesn't see Jesus because Jesus and God are one. He doesn't see you either because you're one in Christ, in God. So what does he see? Himself. And that's why there's no judgment. I love that. Please, one of you pastors, one of you ignorant people out there, why don't you give your congregation some food for a change and pick up on that. You could do 45 minutes on that. You could. And they would, they would, you know, they would really learn a lot, but they would be more advanced. They would go down the They would get closer to God with that kind of a, a sermon. You know, you'd actually bring, I know that's not your goal. Your goal is to shake them down every Friday for money or whatever day, Sunday for, right, to get money out of them and then, and then guilt trip them and then have them confess their sins to you so you have something on them and then keep them in line, right? Isn't that what you do? teach the youth group to uh, the ways of the world so that they can compete in a satanic universe. You know, then, then look the other way. Oh, I didn't do that. Teach them how to be secret, keep secrets. Well, I didn't say that. And there's nothing like that going on here. We're not, a, we're not a witch's coven here. We're a church. Oh, really? Since when is that? When did you become a church? 
You're not going to become a church till you lose your church. Then you'll be a church. Understand? Church is not your building. It's not your 501c3. Church is, you know, the ecclesia, which is the, the body of Christ. It's got nothing to do with your building. It's got nothing to do with your denomination. <laughs> In Christ, there's only one. There are no denominations. Okay, none. There's not Catholic and Protestant. There's no, no denominations. In truth, there are no deno- there's no divisions. There's no denomination. Truth is truth. It shines bright like a light. There's nothing occluding the light anywhere. It's just one light. Boom. I am. Boom. One light. So as long as you're aligned with that, you're going to be okay. But... <sighs> You know, you realize it's a lonely walk. Yes, it's lonely. You know, but God will put people in front of you every now and then to talk to, to reason with, you know, and uh, or online people. There'll, there'll always be people, you know, but you're never alone in Christ. You are basically with everyone in Christ. So there's no alone. If you feel alone, then you're misperceiving yourself. So. You know, I I sounded kind of strong today, and I don't mean to sound, you know, it's not arrogance, although you could call it some kind of spiritual arrogance when talking about the churches, but... It's really just frustration that here's the truth and here's the way it should be taught and then they teach it this way. It's not a pissing contest, you know. It's, it's just, look, if, if I was going to be in a church and spend my time, I need something. I need to be fed. And there are some people I hear from time to time that are, you know, very good at feeding. There's not, not to say there's no one out there. You know, they're out there. But... There hasn't been a clarity. It's because the world is occluded by the system. And so people get confused. They also get confused as to what's, you know, being in Christ versus being, you know, a separate person. There are no separate people. So that, that we can just dispel that rumor right now. You are not a separate person. You are not a separate ego. You have an illusion of that, but that's not you. So, you know, so once that delusion is, you know, uh, gone, then you're free, you know, to, 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 you, you have total freedom. And in freedom is joy and joy of the spirit then you can experience the spirit and not be bogged down by the, you know, people and things and billboards and internets and radios and blah, 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 blah. None of that can affect you when you're free because you're flowing in the spirit. You're completely connected to power. So you lack nothing. You may have nothing, but then you feel like you lack nothing. It's really uh, quite something. I'm feeling right now like 
it's not absorption into God. It's just like there was nothing to worry about. There is nothing to worry about. There will be nothing to worry about. That's how I'm feeling. There is no need to worry about anything. Everything is as it should be. There's nothing that needs to be corrected, even injustices. Because we all trust that they will be corrected in time anyway. Just as balance is always brought into nature. Right? When things are in balance, they, they get rebalanced. All right. Well, nice talking to you. A little pick-me-up in the morning. 5.53 a.m. Mountain Time. 7 for you guys is late for you guys on the east coast but early on the west coast i'm working on a um a track right now that's a, just a huge sound and again i keep thinking about vengeance and it's god's vengeance this guy called up alex jones and he and now says oh no i'm not praying that prayer i don't know no get out and he hung up on the guy i'm no moses man i'm not not gonna pray destruction on my enemies no i'm not no, I'm not going to pray for destruction of the enemies who's killing everything and everyone and killing children, but I'm not going to pray for their destruction. No, I'm not. <laughs> and he hung up on him. <laughs> oh, I'm the seer, man. See, nothing. I, no, I make no judgment. Alex is what he is. He is what he is. You know, he's, I'm, I'm glad he's there. Keep squawking. Keep doing your thing. That's fine. It's got nothing to do with me. But, you know, that was revealing. He, he's, you know, I would not call him a, a prophet, put it that way. <laughs> and if you shy from battle like that, I think uh, got a little, little <clears throat> work in the courage department. Sometimes people that really talk really tough, you know what I mean, and, 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 and boast about their this and that, sometimes they're, you know, the opposite. It may be in the spiritual arena, this reluctance to pray down the enemy uh, could be uh, a fear-based thing, you know? But, uh, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, no, I'm not Moses. I'm not praying for uh, plagues to come upon my enemies. No, I'm, uh, I've got to work this out peacefully. <laughs> and he ran, oh, God, he ran like a little rabbit. Uh, off that phone call. That was one of the few real phone calls I've heard you know, people call in, and every once in a while, very seldom, you know, you, you, yeah, I don't listen every day, though, so I don't know, you know, I hear it, because you know, Trish is a listener of, you know, various radio shows and various things, but uh, she's always uh, tuning in to something. And um, every once in a while, you hear somebody that's got the gift, you know, and that guy had it. Now, whether it was right to pray about it, I didn't take it like a, a call to pray as Moses on, you know, for the plagues to, 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 you know, befall Egypt. I not praying that it, it was the, it was the announcing. Okay. Here's the way I took it. It's the announcing of God's vengeance and that people should not shy from the idea of, of calling it that as you see this whole debacle going on, you know, Keep that in mind. 
It's not just them doing stuff to you and to them and to whatever. God could be exacting vengeance on his own people, on a church, on Trump supporters, may be in the line for God's wrath. You know, uh, especially if Trump takes the place of God and that they were supposedly belonged to God in the first place and now they're out there, you know, with other gods, you know, with men. I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not accusing anyone of anything. I'm just saying, you know, that don't just think that everything that happens is, you know, that, that, that God's not, we got to need to beg God to come back. He's, he's somewhere distant away from us, and now we need to beg him to come back and take care of things here. He's involved in everything. Everything is God. Everything is as it should be right now. You want it different than change. People aren't going to change right now. I don't see people changing in America. They're sticking their head much deeper into the sand. There's always that, that loyal, you know, maybe a third, maybe less. But there's that loyal contingent, but they've always been there. The majority have run off to witchcraft and sorcery and pharmacia and medicine and the big pharmas on every news station just blasting away their commercials. I mean, it's all run by big corporations, big pharma, big Lucifer, you know. And they want you to conform to that or die. And, you know, there are worse things than dying. If you're really right with God, you will not fear death. Death is just as natural as being born or, you know, or any experience you might have. It's just another experience. And if this really is a one-off and there's no continuity between this and the next life, then this life doesn't count anyway. If there's no memory of it, then it never, did it happen? I don't know. Maybe not. You know, why, why give it so much importance? So anyway, we're just dispelling all the, all the uh, popular ways of thinking about things because, you know, those popular ways of thinking are just avenues into more slavery and ignorance and, and, you know, bad decisions. And, you know, we need to get to start playing some heads-up ball here. You know, God is a God of vengeance, a God of mercy, a God of love, and a God who hates. There is that within God. So I will see you next time. God bless. Got you up early for the special, you know, uh, trans-dimensional uh, transmission. <laughs> I'm going to the cornerstone, find some rope to hang phone. the edge find other people that fled from me
snuck in a back door They've done it a time before He belongs to every race, every creed, and every color And we're going to do everything in our power to prevent it Find me some rope to hang from. 